You're listening to episode 44 of the Social Strategy Mum podcast and today I'm interviewing my friend Zoe from The Numbers Hub and we're talking all about how knowing the numbers in your business can help you to make empowered decisions. Welcome to the Social Strategy Mum podcast. I'm your host Caroline Partridge and this is our time to talk all things social media for mums in business. Let's grow your impact and your income whilst juggling the reality of mum life. Ready to get into it? Let's go. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Social Strategy Mum podcast and live show. I'm super excited to be here with you guys for another episode and to introduce you to the amazing Zoe Richmond. She is a member of my mastermind uh, and a lady who has a way with numbers. So welcome, Zoe. Hello, Carolyn. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm really excited to have you and I'm excited to have a conversation about numbers because this is often a bit of a sticking point for a lot of business owners. I kind of feel like you either love the numbers or you don't. And a lot of creatives particularly maybe don't love the numbers side of things. So um, to kick us off, do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and how you've ended up where you are now? I would love to. So I... I run the Numbers Hub. I founded the business towards the end of last year, 2019. Um, so my history before that was um, I was a financial controller in the automotive industry for the last 10 years, um, both in Brisbane and where I am now on the Mid-North Coast. But I came back to work after having my second um, baby and I just felt I wasn't lit up by it anymore. And I, I used to really love my job always been super passionate about it, but there was just something kind of missing. So I started looking into ways that I might be able to work for myself because I kind of had always in the back of my mind thought I might have ended up doing that, but I wasn't sure how that would look like. And um, I found this online world of online business owners, which I didn't even know was a thing. And so I started um, doing a little bit more study and you know, registered the business name and all that kind of stuff. And I didn't really kick it off properly until the end of the year. Um, so it started off as a bookkeeping business, but I am now transitioning into more coaching um, around money because what I started to realize when I started working with these people is that they don't want to know their numbers. They're not interested in looking at them. And like, I've had clients that I've worked with that didn't even realize that they'd have hit the GST threshold, which you know, essentially can cost you a lot of money in late fees and penalties and things like that. So it's like that mismatch between people, um, they need to know this stuff, but they don't really want to. So I want to, and I've started to go down the path of more um, working on people's relationships with their money. Not going to try and convince you to love your numbers because let's face it, they can be a little bit boring, but just showing you simple strategies and tools um, to help you kind of understand them better and get a bit more control back so that it doesn't control you anymore because we all know that is quite possibly what's happening. Yes. Okay. So this is why, for those of you who are listening and watching, this is why I asked Zoe to come on because I heard her talking about this 
And this has been a big story for me in business. And I've been in business for two and a half years now across this business and my previous business. And I have had a hate-hate relationship with the money and the figures. I don't really get it. I don't really understand it. I go into my zero and it doesn't really make sense to me. And honestly, uh, one of the fundamental changes that I've made for 2020 is to get more serious about knowing what my numbers are and then working out how I could do that so it still felt good for me and I could outsource the bits that I don't enjoy doing, the bits that I kind of feel, well, they feel hard basically. Whether they are or aren't, they feel kind of heavy. So I wanted to share that with you guys because that's why I asked Zoe to come on because I really don't think that you can expect to build a successful business without at least knowing what your numbers are doing. And that doesn't mean that you have to be balancing the accounts every month, but you have to know what's going on when it comes to the money. So, and that's been like my experience and I have a feeling that Zoe's just there going like, Freaking absolutely. (laughs) You're not alone. Like so many people, it's just taking that first step like that. um, It feels so big and scary to be like, oh, I've got a bookkeeper. I'm super professional right now. But I do say like, if you want people to take your business seriously, you need to start taking your numbers seriously. Otherwise, how can you expect others to sort of take you? Like if you're just like blase about your numbers, how can you expect people to sort of look at you like you've got a proper business. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And I think there's some kind of misunderstandings out there around this whole online business world and how that's different to bricks and mortar, maybe not as serious or not as, you know, legitimate. Yeah. I think there's... 100%. It's like, do you even have a business? Like... (laughs) Yes. And so this is one area where like we can really, we can really influence that feeling that people have because you know we have the numbers we know the numbers we know what our profit margins are all of those kinds of things yeah totally all right so the biggest question that I wanted to ask you today is to share with us how knowing our numbers can empower us in our business great question great question and there's a lot to it because like people the People are scared to look at their numbers and it's usually for two reasons. The first one is that they're scared that the results are not going to be what they were expecting. So they're not making as much money as they were hoping to be. So they just think, well, if I don't look at those numbers and I don't look in the bank, then it's not a problem, right? I'm like raising my hand for this one (laughs) because I have been there. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And a lot of, like a lot of people, it's like bury my head in the sand and then the problem will just disappear itself. The other reason is is because they're actually scared that the numbers are going to be better than what they thought. So they're going to be more successful than what they thought. And with success comes a little bit of responsibility, which people can get a little bit resistant to. So like if you're making more money, it means generally more tax. It means that maybe you need to look at outsourcing. Maybe you need to start thinking about growing a team, all those things. And people don't want to admit that maybe they need to start thinking about those. So same thing. Also going to raise my hand for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Bury our head in the sand and think, I'll just worry about that later. And I won't, you know, not out of sight, out of mind sort of thing. Um, But when we look at this stuff, like when what we focus on expands. So if you are looking at your numbers and paying attention to them, then you can start to make decisions with 
actual confidence instead of just kind Mm -hmm. of winging it and being like, you know, oh, maybe that's a good idea and I'll try that. And then it turns out not to be a good idea and you've (laughs) thrown money down the drain or things like that. So by knowing your numbers, you can actually make that decision with some like confidence and purpose Mm -hmm. behind it. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Um, But numbers are like that window into the problems in your business. And we want to identify those problems before they become real problems. So if you're looking at good real-time financial information, you can start to see those problems before they get too big and you can start to make changes or different decisions that are going to stop those problems from, you know, causing you financial distress or time or resources and things like that. Um, And you can put the fire out essentially before it um, gets too big. (laughs) So, yeah, which is, you know, so important. But the other thing is um, we do tend to subconsciously stress about our money. Like if we're not looking at it, then we're like, I don't know, is there enough money in the bank this month to pay the bills or will I be borrowing money from my personal bank account? Will I be paying on credit card? That kind of thing. So if you know, um, as a a very minimum, I would suggest know how much it costs to run your business, know what your overheads are each and every month, and then you know that you've got to make enough in sales to at least cover those. And once you've hit that number, then you know you're in the clear and you're going to have enough money. So anything above and beyond that is is that profit. So it's money in the bank, money that you can take and pay yourself. Um, so you're kind of removing a bit of that mental drain if you know what you're aiming for and you have your end goal in mind and you, you can see it and you know it's there and you can do everything in your power to actually um, make sure you achieve it without the mental stress on the other side as well. <laughs> yes. I totally agree with that. And I think like to take it to a little bit of a mindset perspective, there's a bit of an energy thing there because as you said, like what you focus on grows, what you stress about does not grow. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're stressing about money, then you're not going to be able to generate more, which is we're all in business to make money. We want to make an impact as well, but money in the bank is what pays your bills. So If you don't have money in the bank and you bury your head in the sand and don't look at it, then there's a very high chance that your business is not going to be sustainable and you're not going to be able to fulfill your vision or impact on all the people that you want to impact on. So knowing your numbers is like, it's just so important. But the other thing I just want to mention is a lot of people focus on their top line number. So they look at their income number and they go, great, I've had a five figure month. This is brilliant. I'm doing really well. But how much did you spend to get that five figures? Mm-hmm. People invest in things like Facebook advertising or, you know, they run these big paid advertising campaigns and it turns out they've actually only made, you know, maybe $1,000 at the end of the day. So you need to look at both sides. You can't just look at your income and think I've had a brilliant month. You need to look at the expenses and actually look at your profit because at the end of the day, profit is the key metric in determining the health of your business. Yeah, I could not agree more. It's interesting. Um, The first month in my business where I really hit my income goal for the month and felt really happy with what I had achieved financially was such an interesting month because I had spent more that month. I had bigger overheads that month than I anticipated. 
And so when I got the numbers back from my bookkeeper, it had been a fantastic month. There was no taking away from that. But it was also really good to be able to see that I'd actually had to spend money to make money, which is a phrase we always hear. Yes. Yeah. But I had to be realistic about like what had I spent and where had I spent it and would I be continuing to do that or would I be pulling back on some of those pieces with some one-off costs. And I guess that that piece about Facebook ads always pricks up my ears because I talk a lot about Facebook ads and I talk a lot about what you need to have before you even think about putting money at Facebook ads. But Facebook advertising is generally more expensive than what most people anticipate. The other thing about Facebook advertising is that you pay your Facebook ads bill on the final day of the month. So if you have been advertising throughout the month, you only get the bill on the 30th or the 31st. So it can be it can be easy to spend more than you realize not keep track of that particularly if you've got a few pieces going on uh and then at the end it turns out to be a bigger bill than what you're thinking and and often for me I've been in the situation where I get my Facebook ads bill but my promotion period actually hasn't finished so I haven't actually banked the money because the promotion's running over month to month yep and so that is a place where I definitely think if you do not fully know your numbers, your profit margins and the, the money that's available to you for advertising, then Facebook ads is somewhere that you could go very, very wrong. Yep. And I've heard so many people talk about that. Like they've sunk so much into Facebook ads and then realized at the end of the day that their return on investment is just not, mm. it's not where they're expecting it to be. So I think um, set a budget on, yes. you know, how much you're willing to spend and don't just keep spending and spending and spending. If you're not getting leads and paying customers from that ad, 100%. then can it? Yes, 100%. <laughs> more about, but, but you need to be looking at how much, how much, um, are your customers actually paying you for the particular thing that you're advertising? Like, you know, if it's quite a high price point um, product or service, then maybe you can afford to spend a little bit more, but you've got to weigh all that kind of stuff up. But on that, how you said that your expenses um, were quite um, high and you just, for that month, I always look at my financial data over at least a three month period. So you can see those things. And even though that particular month might've been, the profit mightn't have been quite as good. Um, if you look at it on average over the last three, six months, then you start to go, oh yeah, that's, you know, uh, for the year I'm tracking quite well. Exactly. And look at, like, you've got to look at the whole picture. You can't just look at one tiny month and be like, oh, I'm not making money. So therefore I need to change something, look at your whole year and then think about, okay, what, like you said, what was, um, what was I doing that month that meant that I had such high um, expenses? And when you think about it, you're like, Oh, I invested in, I paid up front for that course or um, that was my yearly um, website subscription. And I paid. Yeah. That um, so yeah. you, those things that you go, oh, well, I'm not going to pay that again for another 12 months. So that's why that particular, and sometimes a lot of these things fall in the same month, which is kind of frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Particularly if you started everything at the same time. That's like, right. And that like, it's so interesting about the website because, um, July is that month for me. So like it's 
social, social strategy mum's first birthday next week. And so July, I'm going to have like my website hosting. I've got some subscriptions that I paid the first year up front. Yeah, <laughs> insurance, like all those exactly. name renewals, everything. Yep. So at least if you know, okay, yep, July is going to be a big month for expenses, but for the rest of the year, my overheads are quite low. So um, anything I make in the coming months is just pretty much pure profit, which is very exciting. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. The only other thing I would say on that is if your mind can't comprehend that, just switch to monthly payments so that you're spreading everything out over the course of the year. It does tend, you do tend to pay a little bit more when you do it that way. But if you're short on cash or, um, or you just want to get a better reflection of your profitability, um, that could be an option to switch switch everything over or some of your more expensive items over to those monthly instalment amounts. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a great tip. I think um, it's always hard. I always sit there on the sales page and I'm like, am I going to do monthly and pay a little bit more or am I just going to pay it up front? But I can make those decisions really easily now because I actually know what my numbers look like, which is... Of course, the whole point of us talking about yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that I like every morning, I check my bank account and I update. I have a cash flow tracker and I update my cash flow tracker. So I know exactly. And I've mapped out my anything that I do pay monthly. I've got them already in there. So I know exactly when they're coming out and I know, okay, I need to make sure there's X amount of dollars in the bank account before then, <laughs> if there's not yes. already so that it doesn't decline or, you know, I don't get charged late fees and things like that. Um, so that's one thing I do every single day without fail. I always check my bank account and know exactly what I need and when I need it. Yeah. So I want to pick up on that because since I started in business, people have been telling me to do stuff like that and I have not been doing stuff like that. And I still don't do that personally each day but I do have a bookkeeper and all my things are in place right and I track my income and all that kind of stuff so I guess the one thing that I want people to know is particularly if they're starting out that it doesn't have to be difficult to do those things and you don't have to do them on your own and there are people out there like Zoe who can literally help you like set it up and understand it and keep it simple like I think that's the people think this kind of everything to do with financials and numbers, like it's going to be really difficult, but it's literally as, as simple as I've got a spreadsheet with two columns in it and I put money in, money out, and that's it. Um, and full disclosure, I actually wasn't tracking my cash as closely as I should have um, before last, I think first of June, I started doing it properly. Like I always knew how much money I had in the bank, but I wasn't actually jumping in every day and checking it. And can I just say that since I've done that, it's been a game changer. So there is simple tools out there. It doesn't have to be hard and it can be as simple as two columns in a spreadsheet, outsourcing to someone who can help you yes. <laughs> and, and just putting your hand up and asking the question, like, don't be scared to, if you don't feel like you know what you're talking about, don't 
hold yourself back and be like, I'm going to sound silly if I ask that question. Because that's usually when people come to me and ask me a question, that's usually the first thing they say. I know this is probably a silly question, but blah, blah, blah. There's no such thing as a silly question. Like if you don't know, you don't know. So put your hand up and ask the question. There's no judgment, especially from, you know, I am so about no judgment and I would be more than happy to answer any silly questions from anyone. (laughs) Yeah. I love that because honestly, one of the biggest hurdles for me outsourcing this stuff has been the mess that I'd already created. Yes. And that I I could like, seriously, I think every single client of me has said, I was holding off hiring you because everything's such a mess right now. It's going to clean it up before I got you in. And I was like, well, that's what I do. Like, I will clean that up for you. And I won't judge you. Like, I know that numbers, you know, you're really good. You're really good at social media. But if you came and looked at my social media, it probably would be a mess right now. So, like, that's the kind of, <laughs> kind of thing. Don't be scared. If everything looks messy, um, that's probably a sign that you do need some help. And you should just yes. go and find someone that aligns with you and your business and what you're about and get some, get some help. <laughs> Yes. I love that. I really do. Cause that, that was absolutely me. Yeah. And people do like, they try and fix it themselves, but you, you're busy running your business and doing what you're good at that. It's just not your thing. That's, and that's totally fine. We can't be good at everything. No, exactly. No, no, no. That's right. And, and this is, this is always the interesting thing that I find with online businesses because bricks and mortar businesses, they assume that they're going to need a bookkeeper, a tax agent, like all these different pieces to their business. I often think about it like a restaurant, like the chef is different to, you know, the front of house is different to the person that's doing, like they have all these different roles, but so often in small business and particularly I find in small online business, we're trying to be a jack of all trades. And that isn't always the best way to go. And a lot of the time it's a financial decision and I 100% get that because that was me for over two years. But in the end, it pays off to have people that really get each of the pieces helping you to kind of navigate. Yeah. And then it gives you back your time to work on what you're good at. And you can then put that time and energy and focus back into helping your clients. And you'll probably find that you actually start to make more money because you're not worrying about, oh, I've got to make time today for my bookkeeping or I've got to sit down and do that one job that I really hate doing. Like you'll remove that from your mindset so you can just focus on what you do best, your zone of genius and making sure that you're delivering the highest level of service to your customers and your clients. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I, this is amazing. This is such an important conversation because I just don't think enough people are talking about this stuff and being honest about the fact that it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a journey. It's a bit of a navigation. It's not everybody's thing. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, but don't be scared. Go and check those numbers, go and check that bank account and you might be surprised. (laughs) Yeah. You might be pleasantly surprised. And I've had that happen to me. So Yeah. I mean, it's all really about that whole knowledge is power thing and just knowing what's going on so that you can make the best decision for moving your business forward. You can't do that if you don't know what's going on with your numbers. Absolutely. Absolutely. So important. 
Yeah. All right. Okay. This has been awesome. Thank you so much, Zoe. Some really, really good advice in there about how our numbers, knowing our numbers can empower us in our business. So for those people who are out there right now and they're not feeling 100% empowered about this whole finance side of business, um, or they feel like they've got some of those silly questions, um, where can they find you? So I hang out most on Instagram, which is just the numbers hub. Um, also the numbers hub on Facebook or my website is the numbers Um, so come and find me. I'm happy to answer any questions that anyone's got. <laughs> no judgment promise. Beautiful. All right. Well, I will link up all of those places that you can find Zoe, uh, across social media and her website in the show notes. Uh, I would absolutely love it if you listen to this episode, uh, if you have a one really big takeaway, one thing that you just get, get out of this episode, I would love you to head over to Instagram, share what that is on your Instagram stories, tag uh, Zoe, the numbers hub and me, social strategy mom, so that we can see that you've been listening and that this has been helpful uh, and continue the conversation over on Instagram. So uh, thank you so much, Zoe, for your time. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Strategy Mum podcast. For more, make sure you hit subscribe and head to socialstrategymum.com. See you next week.